Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe it's possible to communicate with the spirits of those who have passed on before us? Have you ever had a spiritual experience that changed your life forever? And have you ever wondered why life is filled with so many trials and tribulations, yet fail to get the answers from mainstream religions and philosophies? If so, you're not alone. In this podcast, we will endeavor to answer some of those questions, although the answers will come from a largely misunderstood and overlooked source. Prepare to expand your mind and your perception of reality. This is the journey into spiritualism. Blessings one and all, and welcome to Journey into Spiritualism. I'm Paul James Caden, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about a subject that is of interest to a lot of people, and that is spiritual healing. We're going to talk about how to do it. Is it real? What kind of results can you expect if you administer spiritual healing to yourself or others? If you're like me and you've always had an interest in this subject, you've probably noticed that there's a lot of different methods and techniques that people teach about spiritual healing. And a lot of them are really overcomplicated. They want you to memorize all these different symbols and prayers and rituals and special meditations. And sometimes it can literally take hours of preparation work before you even begin to administer the healing to yourself or the person in need. For me, I've always lost interest in such modalities because it just seemed that something was missing. There was a component that wasn't quite right. I've always looked at Jesus as the ultimate healer. And when we read in the Gospels about the many healings that he did, he didn't go through a whole bunch of rituals and memorizing symbols and meditations. He simply walked up to the person, asked them if they wanted to be healed, laid hands on them, and they were made well. There have been a lot of teachers who have studied spiritual healing over the years, and many have tried to figure out exactly what it was that Jesus did. How did he heal all of these people? And why did he turn around and say that those who believe would do the same as he did, and greater works? Some people explain this away by saying that because he was the Son of God, he could do these things rather quickly and miraculously, and it wasn't really meant for anybody else except for the apostles. And eventually, over time, as the apostles died off, so did spiritual healing and miracles. But if we look at the original Greek and the way things are worded in the Gospels, when Jesus said, whosoever believes and believes through the words of you, my apostles, will do these works as well. So he was talking about everybody, present and future. So this wasn't something that was only meant for the special few. 
and naturally since the days of Christ, a lot of us in today's society have lost touch with the Divine Spirit. Most of us go throughout our day, we go to work, we watch TV, we eat dinner, we go to bed, we're involved in all these activities. And if we give any time to spirituality at all, it's maybe going once a week to church on Sunday and just hearing a message from somebody at the pulpit. Or maybe we meditate every day for 30 minutes or 20 minutes, or we read a spiritual book. But the reason that healing was so prevalent back in the day of Christ and the apostles was because they were steeped in their spirituality. They were so in touch with the spiritual world and reality that was all around them. There was no question that something was going to happen when they laid hands on a person or spoke that healing word. So we've really fallen down the rungs of the ladder and lost that greater connection that would enable our faith to tap into that spiritual realm, that spiritual energy, that healing power of God, and bring it to bear into the physical world that we now live in. And so we have all these different techniques, how we try to harness that and do that. And many of them are effective. And sometimes they're literally effective to the degree in which we saw Jesus do many of his healings, and sometimes to a lesser degree. And this brings us to the question, what kind of results can we expect when we administer spiritual healing to ourselves or someone else? Well, we can't be like some people and think, well, just because I do this, Miracles are going to happen every time. I'm going to heal every person. And if I have a failure or it doesn't work quite the way I'd like it to, then obviously it doesn't work. We can't have that mindset. Because all healing is inevitably up to God. And it's not our place to say when it is a person's time to leave this world and when it is not. Or what their destiny is, what their fate is, what lessons they might have to learn through certain sufferings. And we talked about that in previous podcasts. So the results that you will get with spiritual healing will vary. There will be times where you will do these uh, techniques and it'll be almost miraculous You'll step back and say, wow, that person wasn't even supposed to make it. That person wasn't even supposed to get well or get well that quickly. You know, what happened here? That's a miracle. Then there are times you will see a slower, more gradual improvement. Sometimes you will see health improve to a degree, but no further. And sometimes you may not see any results at all. And a lot of times when it comes to people who are terminally ill, sometimes we may see those miraculous moments happen. And other times the spiritual healing process just might give them the courage and the peace that they need to make their transition 
without fear. Ultimately, like I said, all healing is up to God. We're just the one who delivers or administers, and then God takes it from there. We have to make room for divine will and divine providence. And there may be many, many different reasons why someone didn't get well, they only improved to a degree, or it didn't happen at all. Again, there's a reason for everything we face in this world. And maybe, just maybe, it wasn't time for that person to receive such a dramatic healing in their lives. So don't ever get discouraged whether you see big results, little results, or no results. Stay with it. Because this is something I think we've really put into the realm of fairy tales in the modern day world. And not a lot of people practice spiritual healing with the confidence, the faith, and the wisdom, and the knowledge that this is supposed to be a part of our walk. We are all supposed to at least try to bring healing and help into the lives of our fellow human beings. And spiritualism as well as spiritism both very much believe that divine healing, that spiritual healing is relevant for today. And many or most of them understand that there will be the varying levels of success when you perform spiritual healing on yourself or someone else. So let's get into the mechanics of this. How do we do it? I'm going to share a couple of techniques here today. And the first one I learned back in 1994. I actually learned this technique by listening to a meditation tape. And it was... Um, Back in the day in the bookstore when we had the audio books and they came in cassette, we didn't even have that many on CD yet at that time. Uh, I went in and I, I was looking for something uh, meditative, something I could meditate with at night before I went to sleep. And I found this one on spiritual healing. It was on sale. I think it was only like $1.99. And I picked it up. I took it home. And basically what it was was this meditation that you focused on transference of healing energy. And I began to use this meditation tape, and then I would use it for myself and other people, and then eventually graduated to just using it without the tape. And it's a technique that I have found, again, to be very simple, very easy to use. And... The results have always been quite interesting. I think I've seen more healings, more people recover, and some from very uh, dire illnesses using this, this technique than any other one that I've ever used. So how do we do it? Basically, what you're going to do is that you can, of course, uh, say a prayer Ask God, ask Jesus, uh, the universe, however you connect to 
divine source to fill you with healing energy. Or, as some people say, the healing light or healing anointing of God. And what you're going to do is imagine a beam or a funnel of pure white light coming down into the top of your head and just filling every part of your body. And just visualize it's filling you up like a glass being filled with water and then radiating outwards until you're surrounded in a shield or a cocoon of this pure white light. And then what you're going to do is simply, if the person is there in front of you that you're performing the healing on, is just place your hands near them or over the top of their head and just imagine this energy as it's pouring into you and filling you up. And then imagine it coming out of your hands, out of the palms of your hands, and entering the person who needs healing. You could see it filling their entire body. You could see it going to a specific part of the body or parts of the body that might need healing. And when you feel that, and you will, you'll, you'll get a feeling when the healing session is done. There's just something, even people that tried this for the very first time, everybody feels it. Like it could be in a few minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, however long or short. Everybody gets that feeling like it, it's done. I've channeled enough of this healing energy into the person. It's doing its job. I can end the session now. If you're in doubt or you don't get a specific feeling like, okay, this session is complete, uh, you could just set a timer for about 15 or 20 minutes. It shouldn't take any longer than that. Most times it might even be sooner because this is a technique while you're, that you're not standing there for long periods of time channeling the energy. Uh, it's actually a technique that teaches just doing it for a few minutes. It doesn't take any longer than that to have the energy come in and be projected out through your hands and into the person who needs healing, filling their body or going to those specific areas. But ultimately, do what feels right to you. Is it a long period, longer period of time, shorter period of time? But you'll know. You'll have that feeling that you're satisfied that this is done. You've done what was necessary to help this person. Now, when you don't have the person right in front of you, say the individual that needs healing is miles away or lives in another country or another state, well, you can do what's called the distant healing, and it's the same process. You'll just simply close your eyes, say your little prayer, see the healing, white energy come, fill, and surround your body, and then just imagine holding out your hands, or you can physically hold them out if you want to, and send that healing energy to that person. Just visualize them. Time and space do not have any bearing on the spiritual healing work. All spiritual modalities teach that you can do a distant healing with someone who is miles away. 
And many of the results that I've seen that were almost miraculous with this technique uh, were with people that were literally miles away. I, I couldn't get to them. I, I'd have to catch a flight or drive many hours. So I'm home in my living room or my bedroom using this tech technique, just visualizing the person and sending them the healing energy and then just releasing it to God. So the person doesn't have to be right there with you. You can simply visualize that they're in front of you, do the healing session, and it works just as well. You can perform this technique on animals, on children, on adults. You could even send it to encompass the globe to bring healing to our planet, our societies, to all people on earth. The idea is to always just set your intention for what you're sending the healing energy for. Is it to heal Uncle John from cancer or Aunt Linda from the flu? Is it to help yourself to heal your own sprained ankle? What's happening in the world right now is a great example of how global healing could be used. One could send it out to help heal the coronavirus or heal all of the racial tensions that need to be changed in our country and in our world. So just setting your, your intention, what is this healing session for? And then send the energy. It's no more difficult than that. It sounds almost too easy to work or too good to be true because it's not fancy. It doesn't have a bunch of rituals. If you wanted to light a candle, if you wanted to play some spiritual music, if you wanted to set an atmosphere in the room where you're doing this session, you can certainly do that. But this is something you can do anywhere, anytime. You can do it driving in your car. If you're sending someone healing energy, you don't have to close your eyes as long as you can visualize the person, visualize the energy coming into you, sending it to them. You can do this with eyes open, with eyes closed. Just setting your intention is the important thing. So it's very easy. And again, the results, I've probably seen better results with that very simple, what they call energy healing technique than I have with any other modality that I've studied. And I've studied and became certified in Reiki, level one, two, and three, uh, Reiki master, Buddha, dragon, fire, or breath of the dragon healing. I don't remember what it was called because it was so complicated. I finished the course, I got certified, and I never used it because who has time to sit there and uh, meditate for 45 minutes before they uh, bring healing to somebody. People might need healing now. They can't wait for me to go through all these rigors for 45 minutes to a half hour before I even begin. So there's a lot. I've taken a lot of different courses, a lot of different classes, learned a lot of different techniques. And this very simple one that I learned back in 1994, the summer of 1994 to be exact, is probably one of the most effective I've ever used, and I still use it to this day. Now, there is another uh, technique you can use 
that's very similar to this one, but it's a little bit different. And this one would be asking, let's say you wanted to have Jesus aid you in the healing process or sending the healing to another person. Well, you would again say your prayer. You would ask Jesus to come. And basically, you would do one of two things. You could close your eyes and visualize that Jesus is standing behind you with his hands on your shoulders, filling you with his healing energy, his healing anointing, his healing spirit, and then seeing that, again, flow through you, through through you, out of your hands, and into the person you're sending the healing to. Some people do this with Archangel Raphael, who was the healing uh, archangel. His name means the medicine of God. Most healers say that Archangel Raphael has an emerald green light energy about him. And so when Archangel Raphael, if they want to use him in healing or ask him to assist them in healing, they call upon him and see Raphael filling them with his emerald green energy, and then they transfer it to the person in need of healing. And again, with any one of these techniques, uh, the person could be right in front of you or many miles away. It doesn't matter. Some people, when they use this technique, whether they're calling on Jesus or Archangel Raphael, Mother Mary, or um, a particular saint who they're quite fond of, they will imagine that particular person standing behind them and envision, say, you're, you're calling upon Jesus. You would see Jesus standing be, behind you, and he's reaching over your shoulders and placing his hands in your hands. He's kind of merging his hands with your hands. So in a sense, then your hands are his hands. And you could lay hands on the person. You could pray. You could visualize the healing power or healing energy or spirit of Jesus coming through your hands, however you wish to do it. But this would be a more of a laying on of hands technique where you would place your hands on the person and uh, your hands are essentially then the hands of Jesus or the hands of Raphael or whoever it is you're working with. And again, if the person is not right there in the room with you, you can just visualize them being there. Uh, and some people even use a, a stand-in. They'll get a pillow or a teddy bear or even write the person's name down on a piece of paper and put their hands on it. And this is kind of the stand-in for the person who can't be there. And again, you, you can get some pretty uh, interesting results uh, using that technique. Another one that I've had some pretty uh, good successes with uh, is simply, and I learned this in a course of angelic healing or healing with the angels, but you can call on whether it's the angels or Jesus or uh, a certain saint Basically, what you would do, uh, again, whether the person is with you or not with you, 
And this one is very simple in that you really don't do anything other than close your eyes. And, and, and in this one, you, you might set a little bit more of a sacred space. If you're calling on Jesus, if you're calling on angels, if you're calling on, say, um, Padre Pio, who was a, you know, a great healing saint in the Catholic Church. Basically, if, if you had a statue or a little figurine or a prayer card with that person or the figure of an angel, and just set that up in the room, burn a couple of candles, you could put on the relaxing music. If you don't have any of these things, that's fine. You don't have to do it. But basically, you're just setting that sacred space, that sacred intention, and then you're calling those beings that you want to work with to you. Let's say I'm working with the angel since this was uh, a technique using angelic healing. I would call upon Archangel Raphael and the healing angels and just ask them to enter the room or surround the person who needs healing. And then I would just hold the intention of a healing space. The angels are doing the work, or Jesus is doing the work. I don't, I don't do anything except hold in my mind that their presence is there, surrounding the person who needs healing, and letting them do the rest. So this is a very passive healing technique, in that you're just calling upon those heavenly beings, those higher spirits that you want to work with or or bring in to heal this individual or yourself uh, that might need healing. And then just hold the intention. They're here. They're surrounding me. They're surrounding Uncle John or Aunt Linda, who's here in the room with me or a million miles away. You know, the angels are there. Jesus is there. You're holding that intention. You're visualizing it. You're seeing it in your mind's eye. They're laying their hands on the person who is in need of healing. They're ministering healing to that person. And you're just letting it happen with faith that they are there doing the healing work. And again, this, this is a very simple technique that you'll see some very uh, interesting results with. And when the technique uh, is over, the session is over, you simply thank them for coming, thank them for ministering healing to you or whoever you're ministering the healing to, and let the, the visualization and the session just fade. You come back into normal consciousness, as they say. So again, this is a very passive technique that you're not doing anything except calling in the higher beings from heaven to help the person that needs healing and then just letting it happen. So these are literally three of the best spiritual healing techniques that I've discovered, that I've used, that I still use and that I've seen real results with. If one desired to do so, you could actually 
combine these healing modalities. You could do the spiritual energy healing in the morning, the healing with Raphael or Jesus in the afternoon, and then the calling in the higher spiritual beings for the healing session in the evening, if this is something you wanted to do. And it was really a dire straits uh, medical situation where someone just needed a lot of healing. They're really going to need that miracle to get them through. Uh, you could at different parts of the day, morning, noon, and night, or whenever you have, uh, you know, about 20 minutes or so, three times uh, throughout your day uh, to do this. You could do all three in one day. It's certainly not going to hinder anything or hurt anyone. There have been times I've combined them in one session where I would call in, say, the healing angels to um, minister healing to someone. And then when that was finished and I felt that that session was done, I would then maybe send them the healing energy. So kind of give them an extra boost in the end. And again, you know, this is something that uh, really seemed to have some good results. So I hope this was helpful to uh, some folks out there today and gave you some insight into spiritual healing. It doesn't need to be complicated. I've found that most of those very complicated techniques um, very seldom got results, if at all. It felt like I was more focused on the ritual and all the things I had to memorize than I was the spiritual healing itself. And from what I've learned and what I've personally understand from my journey and my quest looking into spiritual healing, um, that is backwards. The thing that we're to concentrate on most importantly is the healing taking place itself, not all of the different hand positions and meditations and words and things that I'm supposed to say I'm supposed to focus on the other person receiving that healing energy, receiving that healing, and getting some benefit from it. I should not be thinking about myself at all or what I'm doing to where it's taking the focus off of what is really important. And remember, results will vary. Sometimes they'll be miraculous. Sometimes you'll get results to a degree. Sometimes you might not get any at all, but that shouldn't discourage you in your healing practice. If you yourself have a chronic condition and you use spiritual healing on yourself and it helps you live a better quality of life without maybe taking a bunch of pharmaceutical med medications like many other people that suffer from the same condition, well, then I say you've won the day. It's worked. It's gotten a result in your life that we should be grateful for. So remember these things as you go forward on your spiritual healing journey. I thank you for listening. Again, I hope uh, this brought a little bit of information and light into your day. Stay safe. Stay well. 
practice spiritual healing. A lot of people, the world needs it right now. The world needs healers. So send that energy out there. Ask heaven to intervene and bring their healing help to all of us in the world right now. And I'll see you next time here on The Journey.